The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Superpowers of the Soul with Tonya Dawn Rackler and the Superpower Experts. Hello and blessings, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Superpowers of the Soul. This is Amorakai, and I am super delighted to be here with you all right here, right now, as we get to take a, a deep and gentle breath together and just relax today. Just relax into this beautiful and healing conversation about reading your soul records with our brilliant guest, Bruce Cohn. Bruce is an incredibly, I would say, just so dedicated. He's such a dedicated and passionate soul in my experience of him. He's this natural born healer, trained as a medical intuitive Reiki master, a neo-shamanic energy medicine healer, an Akashic record facilitator, and a vibrational sound healing practitioner. I feel like Bruce just vibrates at this incredible frequency of love and honor. And he really walks his talk. He just comes from such an inspiring depth of compassion. I absolutely adore him and the work he's up to in the world. And it's a real honor to have him and his big loving heart here with us today. So Bruce, welcome to the show, sweetheart. I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, Amorica, I'm so thrilled to be here with you today. What a joy to start off the new year together in this um, beautiful container. And I'm really looking forward to being a part of this uh, co-creation and journey together. Mm, I'm so excited about it too. I really am. I've been so excited to talk with you about reading your soul records and, and to really help you know, myself and, and others better understand the, the profound impact of seeing your life from a soul perspective, you know, as, as, as I've heard you say a lot, it's so easy to get caught up in our daily lives and kind of forget that first we're a soul, yeah? So true. I mean, that is very true that, you know, we get caught up in the day-to-day of our lives. Um, but really, our soul journey is really an important um, concept. And, you know, I, I really sort of think that everybody knows about the Akashic Records, which is really what um, I want to speak into today more of. And that, um, but really, um, more and more people I'm finding are waking up to this every time. And really what the Akashic Records are is they hold the energetic record of your entire soul journey from really from creation all the way to the present experience. And What's amazing about it is the records contain our collective wisdom and are a holographic repository of all our your thoughts, feelings, actions, and deeds from every lifetime you've ever lived. And they hold information about all your past lives, present life, and possible future lives. So there's a lot to the soul journey that really we can learn and, and extract from the Akashic records. Mm. Oh, well, now I'm so eager <laughs> to dive right in and learn more about the records, about how learning about our soul's journey can help us gain, I would imagine, such a, a deeper awareness, maybe even some some healing and clarity with regards to navigating our life journey. So, so you know what? We're going to go ahead and take a short break now so we can dive right in without interruption. And so before we do that, Bruce, can you please tell us the best place for people to go connect with you and find out more about you online? 
Yeah, they can go to my social media channels, Instagram and Facebook, Bruce Cone Guide, to see my posts. And they can also go to my YouTube channel where I have wisdom shares and beautiful affirmation video videos. And it's also called Bruce Cone Guide. And if they want to learn more about my offerings or have an intuitive soul record reading, they can go to my website, brucecone.com. Beautiful. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. You are listening to Superpowers of the Soul here on the Superpower Network. And we're going to be right back to dive deep into reading your soul records with Bruce Cohn in just a moment. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is Amorakai, and if you're just joining us, Today, we are talking with Bruce Cohn about reading your soul records. And so, Bruce, just before the break, you know, you started to tell us a little bit about the Akashic Records and, and what all that means. And I, I always like to start by defining some terms. So thank you for shedding some light on what the Akashic Records are. And so would you mind expanding a little bit on, on what we mean by a soul record reading? By a soul record reading, essentially, as I had shared earlier, is Everybody has their own library, if you want to call it, which is the called the Akashic Records. And we have our own spiritual team that are there to help us to access the records. Imagine it being a ginormous library where there's a book for each past lifetime there that you could pull off the shelf and find out about who you are and what you've done and where you've been and where you've gone in all these past lifetimes. And understanding also that the Akashic Records are an energetic field that is not of this dimension. So it's really a soul record reading is really going in and, and accessing with the help of these spiritual guides that are known as masters, teachers, or light beings that are there to help bring this information back to you. They help to in interpret it for you and, and answer your questions for you about Oh, anything that you might be wanting to know about, they can ask you about relationships, um, business, it could be health, it could be what your soul journey is, just about any questions, past, present, or future. And so this is really what reading the soul records is. It's, it's a really beautiful space in unconditional love where this is taking place. And it's, it's really profound for people because when you jump into their records, you're able to bring a lot of wisdom and clarity for many issues or questions they might have in their life. There's so much here. <laughs> I want to go in three directions at once, but let me, let me start here and I'll circle back. I love that you mentioned that it's held within a container of unconditional love. It's really important, I feel, that you speak about this all the time and you're very clear that everything is held within that sort of frequency, if I may, or, or given from a space of unconditional love. Do you want to touch on that for just a moment? You don't always see that, see that written or, or spoken about within these containers everywhere and the importance of it. Yes, thank you so much for bringing that up. And it is really important that um, to know that, first of all, that the spiritual team 
which is your own spiritual team, of course, they love you unconditionally. So that is the first aspect that this information that's flowing, and I'm just literally a conduit for this information to flow through me for your highest and best good or whoever I'm doing the reading for, is really unconditionally loving. And that is because it's your spiritual team. And also the other aspect is just knowing that there's holding a container and unconditional love is also, I feel, in the highest and best because this field, essentially the energy within this field is really just unconditional love um, that's energetically being held in this container. And then I'm also holding the space for this, I feel is important because there's a degree of, of energetic um, safety, as well as they're just feeling just that the energy that is being coming up in this field is really profound. So that just is a little bit I can speak into of why the importance of an unconditional field and this unconditional love is really important. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. I, for me, it also speaks to um, sort of personal power in the experience. It's not uh, what I'm hearing is it being held in that space of unconditional love and and being connected with with your own team who love you unconditionally. Part of that is also you standing in your sovereignty and the process and your personal power, understanding that you are the conduit and the channel and, you know, and not necessarily um, receiving from you directly the personality, which I know can be confusing sometimes for people. So I, I honor that frequency of love for everybody involved, you, the container, the person receiving a reading uh, and their own team. I think that's really powerful. Mm, very important in my experience. The other question I had is, you know, the wisdom, the clarity that can come through for people. Could you speak a little bit about, you know, what is the the impact? What's the benefit from being able to tap into this and really view our, our life perhaps or this lifetime, as it were, from the soul's perspective versus simply just the personality's perspective from being on the ground in it? That's a great question that you're asking. And it's really important to understand that, um, you know, we come into this lifetime for a lot of things we're meant here to learn and to grow from. And so it's the records can help us to do many things. They can help us to heal and to burn karma and, you know, that's really an important aspect of understanding um, the purpose of, of why we've come in and how the records can help heal and facilitate many things. A lot of times we have past lifetimes, for instance, where maybe we had uh, something that we took a vow for, for instance, for poverty, that we were never going to ever charge for money for our services again. And so that's a very long time to say that we would do that forever. And so that perhaps is a block that's holding you back in this lifetime. And so what we're able to do is to go back into these past lifetimes and really see what's going on of what may have been happening then that's still being tethered to you or being a block that's holding you back in this lifetime, which is to me the the most beautiful part of this whole journey is being able to go back and access what may be holding people back or on the same, on the other side of that, are what are the gifts that are also being held in these past lifetimes? We all have gifts that we've had in many of these past lifetimes that we're able to bring back 
into this lifetime. So we have this dual, beautiful uh, balance of things that maybe we need to do healing on, to, to burn some karma, as also to also bring back the gifts that we have into this lifetime that can help us to realize our and step into our highest potential. Mm, that's so exciting. <laughs> I feel so jazzed up. I'm so curious now. <laughs> so much fun. Yes. So have you, what's your experience been with that? Have you witnessed or been, you know, been witness to yourself or other people through this kind of work and through their soul record readings, ha having some of these gifts unlocked, uh, brought into awareness? Can you give me an example of something like that? Absolutely. I can speak into my own experience. And mm -hmm. really, um, what had happened is I had found that I was really being a very clear channel for just automatic writing. I found that just things were able to flow through me. And so what happened is, is I ended up having a reading at one point from another reader who then shared with me that I was a wisdom keeper in a past lifetime, which was in the Essene times, and that being of Yeshua. And so being a wisdom keeper was essentially a person that was holding this knowledge and wisdom for the collective, essentially an Akashic Records reader. And so I was able to take a course. And when I studied to, for my training to become an Akashic Records facilitator, one of the things that I did is I went back into that past lifetime. I was able to go back and bring that gift back into this lifetime from when I was a wisdom keeper to help me to facilitate and be an even better reader than I am today. And I found once I did that, it really opened up myself to be a very clear channel to receive beautiful divine guidance coming through, because that's what this is, is beautiful divine guidance coming through. So that's just one example of a gift, but people can find if you tune into your records too, maybe there's something like, Oh, you're writing a book, and maybe there was a past lifetime where you wanted, you know, you were you want to be a better author. So you're able to go back and say, hey, what was that last your 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 masters, teachers, or loved ones? What was the lifetime that I had that I was a, a great author? I, I want to bring that back now to help me finish writing this book, or whatever the gifts are that you're needing in this moment to help you to be in even your highest potential. There are probably a past lifetime where you could bring those back to into this lifetime today. So that's the beauty of being able to access that in the records, to be able to bring back these gifts to help you on your journey. Mm. Oh, so how does that actually work? What is the, the transmission of bringing that back? Is it just the awareness of it? What actually happens? Well, it's actually your spiritual team is assisting you in this essentially they're the ones that are actually able to go in to that lifetime and unlock that gift essentially and then bring that gift back into this lifetime so it's really asking and holding the intention for that gift to be able to come into this lifetime but also asking your spiritual team your record the record keepers essentially to go and bring to you what lifetime that was and then once you know what that lifetime is then to be able to ask to have that gift brought back into this lifetime. So it's it's really kind of, it is kind of a transmission in essence mm -hmm. of where they're able to, to bring that gift from this lifetime into this lifetime. And essentially you, I was taught to set up, you set up almost like a, a, a bridge between the two lifetimes where 
you're able to have you from that past lifetime and the present you together with they're almost like being this energetic bridge between you. And so you're able to actually able to talk to yourself from that past lifetime, asking yourself to please gift me, you know, all the wisdom from that lifetime into this one. So that's just a process that I just sharing with you of how mm-hmm. I go about doing this. I love it. I really appreciate that. Sometimes I find, and you know, I talk to so many people, and one of the questions I get asked the most is, "Oh, I love this idea. I love this concept. That sounds so amazing. That sounds so great. But, but what does that actually look like? What do I actually experience? What do I actually have to do? You know, the sort of the the um, the deeper understanding is is really powerful and really important. If it's brand new, I really appreciate that deeply. So true. And, you know, there's also not only do you get to bring back the gifts, but the other aspect, as I shared, too, is also being able to do some healing within this quantum field. And it's really another beautiful aspect of, of, of working within the records for people is not only being able to go back and grab, you know, a gift for somebody or calling in these gifts to help you to reach your highest potential, but also to be able to go back and find out, you know, maybe why am I having these blocks around my parents and what is it that I'm meant to be doing here uh, to be able to clear these blocks. So you're able to go back and to really find out what those blocks are that are holding you back. Maybe you in a past lifetime, you know, you maybe, or even you came into this lifetime as a soul to learn a lesson and which many of us do. We, before we come into this lifetime, we get together with our, I, I kind of like our a big play. We get together with all the actors, and maybe we decide, well, I want to come in and learn to be more forgiving or more compassionate. So we pick some parents, maybe that are maybe a little bit more dysfunctional, or they could be addictive. And so this is another aspect that maybe you've, once you've learned those lessons, you're able to go back and actually ask the record keepers to go into the past lifetime and and burn those 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 that karma burn it away. And that frees you then to be able to move forward in this lifetime and not having any extra baggage or tethers that are holding you back from, because we've already become compassionate or we've already become forgiving. So there's no need to have those things no longer holding us back anymore. Mm-hmm. I love how you answer my questions telepathically. I swear, as soon as I think of it, you're already giving me the answer. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun talking to you. <laughs> It's true. That's my question is, okay, if we've learned it, do we really have to fulfill the whole lifetime or do we then get to to move on within it in a way? Yeah, that's brilliant. And so would you say this is very similar? I mean, you mentioned vows, right? I've heard a lot about taking vows of poverty or chastity or any of these things. And also, what about healing blocks in the body? Have you experienced things where someone has a physical issue that seems to defy (laughs) anything else? And yet there's success, there's healings, there's a shift in, in some of this work. Absolutely. Um, You know, many times there can be blocks that we're not aware of that are energetic, that are really manifesting now as in a physical form. So most of the times it's usually something emotional is usually the root cause, the core issue for it that could be tied to a past lifetime, or it could even have been something where we actually had that physical ailment in a past lifetime. I've had uh, a client that was bipolar in this lifetime that I was working with. And she was bipolar in a past lifetime. 
And so there was a definite parallel to it coming back in again, most likely for a lesson to still that to be learned that was not learned in, in, in the past lifetime. And so we were able to go into the past lifetime and understand how and to be able to clear the bipolar in this lifetime. And so we were working on that and to be able to get some, some, some answers, some clarity around it that helped her to be able to find the, the answers, the solutions of how to move forward to be able to help herself heal. So that's just one beautiful example of how we can work with what we're, what's going on in this lifetime. And the record keepers, again, our masters, teachers, and loved ones can, are here to assist us to be able to find the answers to what is happening in this lifetime that could be connected to our past lives. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for that. And so there's just so much here. It's so fascinating to me. I just love this because <laughs> it's so rich. And I feel like so many of us have these sort of senses, right? Or notions that we can't always describe and we don't always know where or how to seek support. And sometimes it feels indescribable or fantastical and yet it just makes sense, um, but not in a way that we know how to talk about so easily sometimes. So I really deeply appreciate that aspect. It's just so accessible and so easy. And so now I'm curious, I'm curious about a couple of things. Number one, you know, you mentioned the, the lessons, right? And the soul lessons. And from the soul's perspective, I suspect that <laughs> there would be a soul purpose, perhaps a lesson or, or some kind of purpose from the soul perspective that this lifetime um, is set to fulfill. And so that can be a lot different than maybe what we've grown up being conditioned with that, you know, success means this or purpose means tied to a career or raising a family or all these different notions that, you know, have a, a bit of a cultural and, a, and an era, a time continuum to them, depending on where you're raised and born. And so would you say that you yourself, or you've noticed in others that in, in tuning into this work and discovering from the soul's perspective, what the purpose of the lifetime is, has a profound impact, has, has a high benefit in, in relation to not just thinking about it from the personality perspective, in other words. Great question. And yes, absolutely. Because I have to remember that when we're able to really zoom out, which is what the soul journey is, with using the records, we're able to zoom out. We get a whole nother perspective of what it is that we're doing in this particular lifetime human experience that we're having. And it really gives us a lot of freedom and feels more light when we really can able to zoom out and, and understand what it is that we're here to be doing or what it is that our purpose is here. Like what is my sole purpose right now? Or maybe wanting to know how I can better align with my sole purpose um, or really wanting to understand how I can align my soul purpose with my job or career. You know, we can ask these questions and we can get the clarity from our spiritual team that can really help us to know and understand why we're here and how this purpose overlays with what we're doing now. And then we can find, start to see that these blocks or things that we're finding start to really become less of a block because we have this new clarity, this new wisdom that's overlaying these pearls of wisdom, I, I like to think of them, that are helping mm -hmm. us to really see 
and, and feel into how it is that we can move through our life with much more ease and grace and not having these, these things or issues really being a block anymore because we really know why we're here. We know we, we have clarity and answers. So that's really um, the best way I could just, I could answer this question you've asked. I love it. I mean, who hasn't asked, why am I here? Like, what am I doing? Why am I really here? What is this all about? I love that. It feels, um, it just feels so nourishing. So let me ask you a question with regards to time, because we've spoken a lot about, you know, tapping into to what we're calling past lives and understanding it in relation to this current life. And there's all kinds of notions and ideas about, about time. Um, and so We've talked about how a soul record reading can benefit us, you know, with regards to being able to see our past lives and blocks and, and challenges and also gifts. How does this relate to what we might then call future timelines? I mean, is that language, does it even make sense? Past, future, is it more parallel? Or is what we do in this lifetime and, and having that support and that soul record reading and tapping into those guys help us with what we would call future timelines as well, not just tapping into the past? Well, absolutely. I mean, just to explain again, the Kashuk records are basically a record of what will happen, is happening, or has happened. And because they're of a higher dimension, the rules of time really don't apply. I mean, yeah. time is a flat circle to the Akashic record. So say information from 2000 years ago is, ex is as accessible as what happened to you yesterday. And what happened to you yesterday is available to you as what could happen to you if you stay on the same, say, destiny or trajectory in 10 years. So that's really, time is fluid. It, it really is, it's not um, something that's linear, like we are all, you know, on this timeline where we think what happens in the past and time is linear. So what's happening in the future, what's happening in the past is all available in the present. So we can go in and we can ask questions about, you know, what could happen in the future. Now, again, there's no necessarily certainty that that's going to occur, but certainly when we ask in the moment, we can certainly get answers about what would be happening in the future. Maybe you might be asking about a future career or where you might want to relocate or move to, or perhaps something, a relationship. You know, many of us want to know, are we going to meet our beloved? And so we can get these answers about a future timeline just as much as we can get answers about a past lifetime. Again, because time is a circle. It's, it's not linear. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I love it. And so would you be willing to also shed some light from your perspective and with regards to this work, when you say karma, what does that mean? And how are you using that? Because I think karma is another word that has, you know, so, so many different um, definitions to different people. Yes, that's really important. I mean, we come into this, you know, to complete karma, which is basically, these are um, actions and things that we've done in essentially our past that have occurred in our past that we're here to complete. And that's really kind of what karma is. It's really actions that have occurred in a, in another timeline that we're here to, to finish. And so we can come into this lifetime to, to complete karma and also at the same time to, to burn, burn this karma by learning the lessons. And that's really what it's about is karma is really learning what it is that we're meant to be learning. So perhaps, you know, we maybe did 
some harm to, to somebody in a past lifetime in a certain way. Maybe we were really um, harmed them in, in a very negative way. And so that's some karma that maybe has carried into this lifetime. So maybe you're finding in a relationship that it's very dysfunctional and you're finding that, you know, there's some harm taking place in this relationship uh, to you. And so what you're finding is that you're, there's some karma that still needs to be released and, and resolved and healed around that that'll allow you to finally learn the lesson and resolve that karma once and for all. So karma is, is really, um, you know, it's just part of who we are and what we're doing in, in this lifetime and, and why we're here as well. Beautiful. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. I always love defining terms and how we are using them. I feel it's it's really impactful and important. And so I'm so curious, you know, you mentioned some of these vows. I think you mentioned poverty. Can you give an example of, of things like that for people listening who, who maybe don't know? What are some of the vows you know about or have come across um, that people have benefited from finding out about and having cleared in this way? Well, it's, you know, vows are one of those things, as I shared, that when Many times we make take a vow like, um, I will love you forever. Well, forever is a really long time <laughs> in, 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 in the quantum field. I mean, it's just instead of versus like, say, the old fashioned marriage vow where we say until death do you part. OK, well, that's really very finite. It ends in this lifetime. Or maybe we take a, a vow, you know, that I will never do this forever. And so again, that's it's those are the two vows that we tend to, to to make that I'll always do this or I will never do this ever again. So those are the vows generally that I tend to find that maybe somebody, as I shared, took a vow to be in in poverty for their life, or maybe they were wanting to be is you know, of course, chastity, you know, which is doesn't serve us, or you know, some of the more old-fashioned vows or or whatever to be um, some of the other vows, but these are vows that I find that sometimes they need to be clear. They need to, we need to go back into these lifetimes and just ask for these. If we've learned this lesson, if we're ready to step into being in service and, and charging for what we feel we're worth. So we can go back into that lifetime and say, well, we don't need that vow of poverty anymore that we can, we can, we can ask to have that essentially removed. And that can release that, that feeling of like, you just don't quite feel right about charging enough for what your, your worth is and who you are, or, or maybe you're feeling like, you know, you just don't want to really step into the, who you're meant to be. And there's just a vow back there. That's just been sitting there that's kind of holding you back, but you really are ready to, to move into who you're meant to be. So that's really just sort of what the vows are about. Oh, I love that. I've often wondered about a vow of silence. <laughs> you know, I say, oh, I speak with so many people who have so much to say and could just do such a world of positive impact in the world. And it's like, they're, they're muted. It's like, they're, you know, they've got, they just can't, they choke up, literally choke up. I've always wondered about that. Well, they have fears of speaking their truth, and I'm I'm would bet money on it that they probably have a past lifetime that they probably did take a vow of silence of some sort, and so in this lifetime they do choke up and they just aren't able to speak their truth. They're not really able to to show up, or maybe they had a fear in a past lifetime of of stepping into being in public and really showing up as they are, 
And so that's another thing that maybe they're afraid to get on stage in this lifetime, or they get really nervous when they're in front of people. You know, there's probably a past lifetime that's probably been there where they had a lot of fear around that, and they just were not able to clear that. And so that's something else that we were able to go in and help them to, to see that and be able to release that. And then they're able to feel this energetic, almost courting dissolve mm-hmm. around that. And that just allows them to feel more light, feel more relaxed, feel really more confident to just step into who they're meant to be. Mm. It's so, so rich. I love this. What a powerful conversation. I love anything that that sheds so much light and offers, you know, so much richness for someone along their journey. And that can be such a, uh, I'm getting this image, I can't quite put into words. It just feels like such a multidimensional approach. And I find that so often we can be doing all the sort of quote unquote right things, you know, on the ground. We 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 studied up, we've worked with this, we've practiced that, and still we're coming up against something that just doesn't want to move no matter what we seem to do. And and I myself have experienced that. I know so many other people have, and there's just this, this sense of despair sometimes or just this deep frustration where it feels like this invisible, you know, kind of force or shadow. And listening to you and what I know in your experiences, to have that ability to understand where we can go to get greater ease and greater clarity um, for those places that do feel like that on this other level, I think is so powerful and so important. Do you have any final thoughts or anything you feel inspired to share before we wrap up this super rich and yummy conversation for today? Yeah, just um, also just for your listeners to know that everything has its own Akashic record. And not only does your soul have an Akashic record, but you know your house has an Akashic record, your pets, um, even your relationship. So you can open the specific records of things to ask questions that pertain to them. So just wanting people to know, as you shared the richness of it, that that there are records for literally anything energetically that is essentially in existence. You could open it for a city or anything. So just wanting your listeners to know that how how broad and and open-ended the records are and and how much there is to glean from them. And that really can help you in so many ways uh, on your journey. And it's, it's just been a joy to be a part of this and to be in service in this way. Oh, dearest Bruce, I could go on for hours with you. Now you've opened up a whole other pocket I want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to We'll have to come back together again in the future and do another one because what an impact, you know, in in how we go about our decision making and how we go about our perceptions. I mean, this just has such a beautiful, beautiful and powerful and feels actually like a very loving way to go about things. What a beautiful way to go about things. I do have one more quick question for you. In your journey of this yourself, do you do your own record reading now? Do you still feel uh, inspired to work with other readers? Just out of curiosity, what does that look like in your own journey these days? 
Well, I go in and I read my records all the time. I mean, I open up my records, you know, anytime I want a question about anything, maybe I might find something, I find a little block in myself about something. I might want to open up the records and find out about, well, what, what, what is this block? Why is it there? And then I go, oh, now I have some new clarity as to why this block is here now. And so opening up the records can be a daily experience of where you can gain wisdom and, and knowledge about things that are happening in your life. Or again, you know, I'm calling in my gifts all the time. You know, anytime I'm on, I wanted to call in the, my gift to be, you know, maybe I was a good radio talk show host in a past lifetime or, or a speaker in a past lifetime or whatever it was, I want to call in those gifts. So absolutely. I open my records all the time and it's, it's a, it's a beautiful way because I have, my loving guidance that's always here to help me. Mm. Oh my goodness, dearest Bruce. <laughs> what a beautiful conversation. So rich, so abundant. Your energy is a real gift. It's such a gift. Thank you. I, oh, I thank you so much, honey. Thank you for being here with us, for sharing your love and your wisdom so generously. And and it's so inspiring, right? Thank you so much deeply for the inspiration. Oh, it's been a joy and I uh, just really appreciate the opportunity to have been here today. Thank you so much. Oh, of course, of course. All right, folks. And thank you all for being here with us too. I, I sincerely hope today's episode serves your beautiful soul and helps remind you of the power you have to view this lifetime from your soul's perspective as you navigate your life journey. And, you know, if you're maybe feeling ready to enjoy some new friends and some deeper connections along the way, I really hope to see you over in the superpower universe and at one of the many, many gatherings happening all the time over there. Head on over to superpowerexperts.com for all the info, as well as the access links to join in. And until next time, keep unlocking your own superpowers of the soul and put them to good service, building a life and a world you love. So much love to you all. Many, many blessings. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.